Commuters Podcast. Let's go. Boom, boom, boom. Lots of deer, lots of deer, lots, lots of deer. deer. So. <laughs> Hi, I'm Olivia Pascal. I'm Megan Benzing. And I'm Tessa Weir. And, and this, this is, is the Commuters, Commuters Podcast. On today's episode, we will be diving into what it is like during the fall or winter season living at home and still going to school our favorite holiday activities, the political signs we know and love, and our version of the Walk of Shame. Fall and winter is full of holiday events that we all know and love, like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, etc. Kwanzaa. (laughs) Sorry, the way you spelled Hanukkah. (laughs) Kwanzaa. Most students have to travel hours home in order to enjoy these holidays with their families, but for commuters, it is just a normal day with no school. Students who live in Clifton celebrate these holidays with their friends through parties like drinksgiving, sweater weather, and more. As commuters, we get to experience it all. So let's get into it. One of my favorite parties to go to is one thrown by my fave, the Frisbee Frat. (laughs) And you know, a lot of people like to ask, what the freak is a Frisbee Frat? Well, it is a house full of men who play on the Frisbee team. Yeah. Our favorite. Yes. They like to throw parties now and then. And one that's a hit is Drinksgiving. How's that go? (laughs) How's that go? Well, (laughs) let me start. Let me tell you about that. (laughs) Well, so I had this bright idea last Halloween to become a turkey and wear this golden leotard that I had from Color Guard way back when when I was in it. Worst time of my life. <laughs> Not shout out to Color Guard. We don't like them. This I'm is, just kidding. This is a call out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it gave me a golden unitard though, which allows me to become a turkey every Halloween. And so I have my golden unitard and then I have the turkey hat. But for Thanksgiving, I like to keep the turkey hat going and wear it to their Thanksgiving party. And last year, I feel like it was a hit. I did look kind of silly, but I felt pretty fun now it seems like a good annual outfit you should wear for like every single halloween or not halloween that was a holiday in general every or like just like every single year until you graduate valentine's (laughs) day go on a date wearing the turkey hat (laughs) yeah well it's like um the turkey hat stays on (laughs) well just like the pumpkin goggles that we got from work the other day Uh uh-huh Exactly. The pumpkin. Yeah, you. Yeah, you, you pumpkin. Probably, I had Frankenstein and Tess. I had a skeleton. Yeah, but so being able to live at home during these times of like tons of holiday fun, we really get to enjoy like all of the familiness and also collegeness mm-hmm. of it. I'd like to say, um, I know I was able to go to like a pumpkin patch with my family, and that was so much fun. And no, Megan, your yeah. family. Oh, a party. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we have, I mean, you're not like all invited, I guess. <laughs> only the few for VIP spots. But my family does throw a Benzing Boobash every Halloween. Um, it is very cool. Lots of family friends. If you're one of my friends, you get on the VIP list. Ooh, straight wow. to the top. We go to the basement, play some good the Mario Kart. 
Mm, what mean, happens? Oh, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> well, listen, I'll let you know. So, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we actually used to have a haunted house down there. Um, which, like, as kids, that was, like, the most fun because all the dads would go downstairs from, like, all the family friends and they would, like, hide in our, like, utility room that was all, like, covered in, like, fabric and everything. They hung up stuff and we'd walk through it and they'd, like, scare us and everything. <laughs> it was so fun. And then one year, um, we went in and I was, like, kind of going into my teenage years. I might have been, like, 11, 12 and so we were all getting old, but like we still want to do it. And the dads came in, and my dad, he likes to try to step up the game every year. <laughs> um, so he had this crazy idea crazy. To, um, <laughs> to get like a water like squirter, oh. like that you might wet your hair with, like to spray water on it, and to spray it in our eyes. Oh. <laughs> so as I'm walking through the um, haunted house, um, my dad just like out of nowhere, instead of like yelling or screaming, he just squirts water straight <laughs> in my eyes and my face. And um, I did not take to that very well. So I cried. He was like, well, why? It, it's funny. I'm sorry, but... And that was the last year we had the... Damn, <laughs> that's why you such a bitch. <laughs> that's how we felt. Yeah, I guess it maybe it was my fault. I don't know, but um, it was a little too personal for me. And... I wish we could come back, but we're all a little old, honestly. No, you're never too old for a haunted house. Well, I mean, as long as my dad doesn't squirt water in my eyes next time, <laughs> I think I'd be up for consideration. But um, I'm, I'll, we'll stick to the Mario Kart in the basement. I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Tessa, I know your family does a lot of dinners, brunches, lots mm -hmm. of food being eaten together. Yeah, we usually like for different holidays we'll either do a dinner or a brunch and my sister really likes to host things <laughs> so any chance she can get she will be hosting um this year though we're not actually doing thanksgiving we're doing <gasps> it with my brother-in-law's family because um i think my aunt and uncle are not in town this year or something like that so mm lame they won't be celebrating with us Hells. and cameron my brother-in-law has a big ass family so we will be celebrating with them which stresses me out <laughs> those can be fun they have potential like how old are the how old are the kids in the family there's a lot of kids but like i'm not a child so i'm not gonna hang out yeah. with the children they have like teenagers there though his like, sister is my age i don't know if she'll be there though or not right but <laughs> I don't know. It'll be fine. If anything, I'll just cling to my sister the whole time. Yeah. My family, so away from like Halloween, stuff like that, Thanksgiving this year, I'm going to Virginia, which I get to see some family I haven't seen in a while. And my grandparents just got a new puppy. Aww. Can't wait to meet it. <laughs> and it, um, But my family's traditions during the Christmas season are beer and pizza on Christmas Eve. So my dad took this from his dad's traditions. And so we make homemade pizza every year. And then we, I don't, but other people <laughs> drink some beer. And I have beerings specifically for the occasion. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like really into it now. And I've been wanting to make like silly pizzas. So um, last year we made a pickle bacon pizza. Oh, interesting combination. It I'm was try it fire. There was there were some bleep talkers there <laughs> who were hating on it. And then once they tried it, they were like, wow, this is really good. I'm like, I know, guys, I know. 
But this year, we are going to do a Seven Fishes of the Sea pizza. Oh, God. <laughs> so the Seven Fishes of the Sea is a Italian tradition done in Italian families where they eat seven different courses with fish in it. Uh, so, I'm not a big fish person. <laughs> and my Papa Tony used to do this with his family before he moved out and changed the tradition around. So this is really for him. But <laughs> I'm so excited to make it, and it's going to be so fun. Th this seems very in touch with your Italian side. <laughs> oh, um, my goodness, of course. Super Italian, which is perfect for you, though. Yeah, but one thing that I always think about, especially last year as my freshman year, going home for the holidays we don't really go home. Yeah, we kind we're of just already at home. Yeah, so like when you're there, it's just like, damn, I'm kind of bored right now. Exactly. Like I, I will like, I mean, I have jobs now, but like I, a couple years ago or so, I would just like sit at home, like because you have a lot of time on your hands. Because mm -hmm. starting like exams maybe end what like December six. Yeah. So you have then until like early January to just sit around and be a bum. But <laughs> I mean, jobs help. But, like, if you don't have one, you gotta, like, find things to do because your parents are still at work and they're not just gonna, like, take time out of the day for you. <laughs> and all the friends so. that you met at college, like, will be going home exactly. for Unless home. you meet the commuter friends. Exactly. Yeah. Sadly, I, well, me and Megan weren't that close last winter semester. We got close after, I mean, not winter semester, but winter break. We got close after that. So, yes, holidays literally and breaks are just kind of like, so what am I supposed to do right now? Like, I mean, I could go hang out with my high school friends, but they're also busy hanging out with other people they haven't <laughs> seen. So, and then one thing that I think is funny is everyone coming back to your hometown and you're like, Hose, this is my, this is my, my area here. <laughs> and you're coming back acting like you know what's up. No. Full-time residents, like, mm -hmm. you go back to where... <laughs> go back to where you came from. Go back to Florida or wherever you went yeah. to school. <laughs> yeah, especially, like, um, a lot of people go to, like, from my part of town. A lot of people go to UK mm -hmm. or NKU, which, I mean, I guess you could say a lot of people are commuters because NKU is really not that far away. It's, like, maybe a 10-minute drive from my house. So maybe they're commuting or maybe they're living on campus up there, but like people coming from back from uk or university of louisville or all that i don't know i'm just like why are you coming back here i mean i know you have family and everything <laughs> but like this is my turf yeah. <laughs> and um i don't know it's just like hard when a lot of your friends also are going back to their hometowns because one of my friends from alabama so i usually never get to see her until she gets back like in january mm -hmm. so she's kind of off the radar <laughs> Yeah, but I do enjoy the fact that I am able to spend so much time with my family, but mm -hmm. also still have, you know, the college life. Yeah. Be, you know, go to parties at night, the next morning, we're at the pumpkin patch. That's how it is. <laughs> when commuting gets the worst is when you're like, you know, at that last month or you're like halfway through the semester and you've been driving back and forth so many times and you're just like, I have to do this one more time, mm -hmm. curl up into a ball, and I'm gonna die because I just can't <laughs> handle this right now. It's usually like the last week or two of school when there's like not much going on. You don't really know why you're in class right now. Right. <laughs> I haven't experienced that yet. Oh, We're in November of my first semester. What do you expect for like the upcoming um, winter months? Do you think like you'll um, 
be spending more time with family or like focusing like social life or like maybe even picking up a job um, i mean you have a job, I, but have a job. <laughs> I don't need another one um i don't know well eventually my friend who like goes to school in boston she'll be coming back home so i'll be able to hang out with her a lot over the winter time but like most of my friends already live here like i don't have that many friends i have i've made one friend this semester that doesn't like isn't from Cincinnati everyone else is so that's I'll cool have, though I'll have plenty of people to like talk to when they're when that time comes around but like exams and stuff like that I don't have to worry about because all of my ex- I don't have to come here for exam week because I don't have actual exams I just have like my art projects <laughs> no being a creative major is so nice because I'm not expecting five exams every semester, Mm -hmm. but when I do get an exam in one of my classes, I'm like, what is going on? What is this? You want me to make two short films and then take two exams? Yeah, it's so foreign. And my professor literally gave us a paper exam. Why? I know exactly what class you're talking about. I know. I was like, are you like a medieval knight? What's going on? I'm not okay with this. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, especially in like the M-Pro major of how like I'd rather you either just pick one. And honestly, I'd rather you pick me just doing like a final project of like recording like a narrative film or stuff like I I love those classes where I get to just like create um, something and then that be my final um, then you can like judge it however you please. Yeah. But like having that plus an exam, that like the exam, I mean, couldn't you just quiz me during the year? Like I, I don't think I need like a final exam when I'm already doing a final project to work on. It's just like very time consuming. And like what um half of our professors don't even know when the exam schedule is, what the exam schedule right. is. Me and Megan were in an audio class last year and he had to pull up the website and be like it looks like it's on a Thursday. Oh, yeah. None of my teachers know either because all of my exams are just going to be final projects except for my industry theory and practice class, which no offense, but that is the worst class I've ever taken in my life because I do like oh, we don't learn anything. All of our tests, we've had a midterm and then our final and everything is on canvas in like slideshows. And it's just like it's open notes so there's no point in really like paying attention like i got a 92 on the midterm and i didn't learn anything so there's a a couple of classes like that where it's like it's kind of a pointless class but it's required so you kind of just have to push the rope yeah it could be considered easy a Mm -hmm. it is take those now yeah (laughs) um so let's go to our next topic guys switch gears hit the button so um, oh wait Political signs. So, tis the season, guys. The voting season. The political season is an annoying one. Do you agree? Yes. Yes. Not only are there hundreds of signs put up next to the roads, but there are even more ads online. You can't escape them when you're a commuter, but once you're on campus, it seems to all disappear. So, as commuters, we always have to experience the hordes of, like, just political signs when you're driving down the road for every single election season. It doesn't matter if it's a presidential election or the midterm or, like, this year, it's just, like, a regular, like, I don't even know. I only know about issue one. I haven't heard about anything else. Yeah, it's, like, an issue election. I think some governors. And Mm. then also around me, it's, like, school boards. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm seeing a lot of the school board signs, and I'm like... The most prominent <laughs> one right now is the issue one, though. Like, around me, because I live in a very small town, so around me, all of the signs are like the vote no on issue one, but then once you get closer to Cincinnati, there's a lot of vote yes and stuff like that. But they're everywhere, man. Literally every single, like, corner of the street, there's at least five of them. <laughs> and there is, like, a super funny area kind of by... If I'm taking 50 West to come here, it is it's like this packed. hill that is packed and covered. It's so ridiculous. Right by the Newtown Bridge, if you ever go there. All right. I, I feel like I mostly see my like political stuff like like in ads on the TV because mm-hmm. I like I the other day like when I'm just taking a break and I'm like, gonna watch TV, like the immediately the ads that come on after like the the local news channel is like it's like the, for the governor's race of, and for Kentucky so it's oh, like yeah. oh Daniel Cameron he's the best blah 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 and the next one's like mm, Daniel Cameron I don't like you <laughs> so it's like always it's like back and forth of them trying to fight for my attention on the TV and I'm like can you just put on like a Geico commercial <laughs> I love that stuff it's so funny show me but, mayhem I don't yeah, want to mayhem. I forget you live in Kentucky I was like we don't have a governor race happening right now yeah it's just like very competitive wait and we like, don't do we when did Mike DeWine get elected <laughs> girl I don't know <laughs> but Megan's pretty I think you don't see the signs because you actually live closer to the city yeah. than me and Tess do Whereas I do not watch cable TV, so I don't see the ads on TV ever. I watch Hulu, and I do <laughs> see the ads. Yeah. I mean, I, I just put on, like, the, yeah, the, like, cable TV so Callie can watch it when I'm gone. So, like, when I wake <laughs> up in the morning, Callie's just, Her like, dog. watching the local news. Yeah, <laughs> Like, I just want to, like, have some fun and watch the local news. Man, so. that was so funny. I was at Megan's house, like, a week ago before we went to a Halloween party, and we were leaving, and she just turned the TV <laughs> on. She was like, Callie, go watch. And then she turned the TV on for her. She needs to have, like, I feel bad, like, just leaving her in silence. Because I want to have, she needs some background noise. She's alone now, so she, like, needs some company, which is the TV. <laughs> well, she's being indoctrinated into believing all these political things. <laughs> I know. Callie's going to become a, a far extremist. <laughs> <laughs> well, one that I keep seeing is the Daddy DeWine issue one with his wife. Oh, I've not oh, seen really? this. Oh, it's all over Hulu. And it's like it, the... They're talking about, like, the daughter's most important decision that parents aren't allowed in on. Oh, God. And we think issue one goes too far. And I was like... Yeah. It's just so funny because they're building me up. I'm like, which side are you on? With Oh, oh okay, oh, you're on that side? Well, he's a Republican, so, like, that's not surprising. Yeah. Have, have you seen those really big billboards on the way here, too, about issue one? Like, it'll be, like... They're all, like, pictures of babies or, like, pictures of pregnant bellies with, like, a baby in it. And yeah. it's, like, abortions until birth, abortions in the third trimester. Oh, my <laughs> it's gosh. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's very push and pull with them. It, like, hurts yeah. my brain. I'm, like, I really don't want to be thinking about that while I'm trying to drive to my class that I'm late to right now. Right? Like, I'm just drinking my Celsius, trying to get to school. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see it's a lot of, of It's a lot of pressure. Like, they... Like, people will vote on what they vote on regardless. So, like, it's yeah, not really literally. convincing otherwise. Like, seeing that billboard is not going to change my mind about how I want to vote. Like, I already have my opinion. Like, people will put in their own research if they want to change their yeah. minds. But I feel like a lot of it, it doesn't really, like, affect them. Especially when it's just, like, a billboard or, right. like, an ad. You got to put in your own research if you want.
won't change your mind. It also just kind of makes me not want to put in the research. Literally. Yeah, it's kind of off-putting. <laughs> I know. I'm like, bruh, I'll go ask my mom about this later and find her out her opinion and then see what's up. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. I'll, like, hear about something and then I'll be like, hey, Kaylin, like, my sister, and be like, what do you think about this? And we generally have the same opinion. So, like, when I hear her side and then, like... If I want to, I'll look it up and, like, learn more about it. But usually she, like, just tells me what's happening. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll vote for that. <laughs> but one thing they do need to advertise is the day that voting is happening. They talk Literally. all about these issues <laughs> and what to vote on them and whatnot. And I'm like, give well, me the day. Uh, if you're on campus and you haven't registered to vote, what have I'm you been doing? surprised. <laughs> do you not walk around? There's people everywhere telling you, like, I feel like there's constantly people who, like, who get paid to be like, if you want to register yeah. to vote, do it now. Like, I think they, they come do. Into our, they, like, they came into BearCast one time. I'm pretty sure she you. did get paid to vote to do that. No, she, she did. She, she, she told she us. Did. She's like, I'm getting paid regardless, so if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, I feel like I heard about issue one, like, in the beginning of summer. Yeah. Well, or something like that. There so, was like, a different issue one at some point. That oh, one was that about... Um, that was, like, the, the majority thing where it was, like, mm -hmm. people wanted there to be a 60... Like they they wanted the majority to be sixty percent instead of like a simple majority of fifty one percent. That was it. Yeah, I voted. Ugh. And voted then you would have to one. get votes in all counties. What? You would have to get like at least one yes vote. Yeah. In all counties. And it didn't pass. Thankfully. Because these young hoes got out there to the polls. S included. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember that one because, like, some stuff happened at the zoo and oh. people oh, had, yeah. like, plastered stuff about that issue all over with, like, Harambe's face on it. Oh. So, like, I didn't even know what the issue was about. And I'm like, what is happening? But I only know is that it took us a long time to scrub all that. I mean, it almost took us a long time they to scrub painted? all that. No, no, no. They had, like... Um, little pieces of paper that says like Harambe wouldn't vote for this and then <laughs> like funny. plastered it like Ooh. onto like the concrete and then all all across the bridge leading to the zoo so we we were trying to scrub at it thankfully the power wash got it off mm -hmm. but like we had to get a power water hose thing to like get it off so honestly because of that it kind of threw me off so um, show your support but maybe not like that <laughs> yeah like you can show your support in other ways but just just not that one wait so have you been like experiencing people doing political stuff now over the current voting stuff hap about to happen i mean that was the main one i saw at the zoo um i ha i've other stuff I'm sure, like, I see it occasionally, but most of the time I try to ignore it. I'm, I'm not a big political person, so, I mean, especially stuff that happens at the zoo is more, like, animal rights and vegan-related. Um, some of it is very annoying, though, because they'll, like, be chanting outside the zoo, and I'll be like, you gonna take the... You gonna take the giraffes into your home? You gonna take the gorillas? <laughs> I doubt it, so shut up. Like, that's how I, like, it's very annoying, and I kind of want to, like, talk back, but I'm not one to be, like, unless someone, like, gets in my face and, like, starts trying to tell me off, then I probably won't, like, say anything. Mm -hmm. But, like, they were very annoying. <laughs> and, like, I take a class that's, like, kind of related to that, and I'm like, they're, they, I, I, I can't tell if, like, they understand where I'm coming from because I'm like, we live at a, like, this is a very nice zoo. And, like, we're the number one zoo in the nation. Mm -hmm. So we, like, maybe our, our treatment of our animals is different than other ones, like the Columbus or one of the others. 
but like I know for a fact that the Cincinnati Zoo is a nice one and like if you want to try to bring up crap that it's not gonna happen I will fight you off for it because I work there and <laughs> I'm a supporter avid <laughs> it's honestly so I, I was just thinking so you know how bowling alleys sell finger food and how that's a little concerning because oh you're shoving oh, your yeah. fingers in holes that other people <laughs> shove them in I but know. like zoos be selling food with meat in them but it's all for the animals <laughs> wait they don't got they cows at the at the zoo though i mean they they should <laughs> yeah they, they don't like show like uh, we don't have cows or like pigs actually we do have pigs we yeah do have pigs and you have but, goats and we have goats they're so fun to feed i yeah. mean i'm just saying like the 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 animals living at the zoo are living a very luxurious lifestyle. They're not mm. chopping it up and selling them to people. <laughs> to eat. I mean, I would say though that a lot of stuff is overpriced. Mm -hmm. um, but like any other place, like Kings Island and all these other places, like big amusement parks or somewhat, are gonna be way overpriced, and they usually just go to the big boy on top. At least ours go back to the animals, and it because it's a conservation effort so the we take donations <laughs> yeah the big boy on top so like we're at least ours is going to like a good cause most of the time yeah how much is parking um it is ten dollar parking oh. um but if you are a member uh, a standard gold or platinum you um get it is included in your membership so you just like scan out your membership on the way out oh. um but if not you can get um, parking or if you we have like an access for oh my god i feel like i'm like <laughs> i'm like advertising for the zoo now <laughs> speaking about parking oh. let's talk about the walk of shame yeah. <laughs> we know you've heard or experienced the walk of shame during your college years the walk of shame defined by the urban dictionary is the walk from another person's house apartment condo dorm van bar park bench or other to your place of residence wearing the same clothes you had on the night before typically used when someone leaves the home of a sexual escapade <laughs> quite possibly with someone you met the night before in the morning hair sticking out in all directions lines on your face and missing at least one article of clothing the walk of shame is a little different for commuters you could call it the drive of shame. Not only do we have to walk to our cars in the morning and pass by people who look put together, we also have to drive past people who look put together. <laughs> I know there have been plenty of times I've looked like a wreck while driving home. I always wonder what people are thinking when they look at me, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> our neighbors also get to experience the walk of shame with us, seeing us come home in the morning while they're having their morning walks. I have seen the looks I get from my neighbors who are so conveniently outside when I arrive home. Like, I swear to God, Halloween weekend, every time I walk, every time I drove home, even if it was 2 a.m. or 9, and then yeah, 2 a.m. or 9 a.m., it was the same neighbor out there getting something from his car. <laughs> I was like, how are you still Why? out here and watching me? Like, this is ridiculous. He knows every time. He knows your schedule by this point. Which is like a little spooky. I gotta yeah, watch her get home. I have yeah, to watch like, her. I'm here to watch you get home safe. We gotta see how wrecked this bitch is. <laughs> was definitely very fun coming home from a party and like just still in my Halloween costume and having to walk back inside. Yeah, I couldn't with this year's costume. It was like too long. I had to get that crap off. I could not either with this year's costumes because, you know, I 
slut me out a little. <laughs> but no, you know, I dressed as most other people dress on Halloween. So I didn't really want my family seeing that. And that's okay. Yeah. That's it's fine. <laughs> I usually, um, if I'm going out to drink some milk, I would, you know, stay at a friend's house. And then most of the time I'm like working the next morning. <laughs> so <laughs> I either go home, just drive home. My parents love to greet me at the door, you know, <laughs> love to hear all the tea of the what happened while you're out. Um, and then I usually head in my room, maybe do some laundry, get homework done. It's like a good combination or just sleep for the next five hours because I'm not feeling too good. So yeah. valid. No, the thing about your parents is they want to know everything that happened. Yeah, exactly. How was the party? What did you do? Give me the tea. Where'd and I, you stay? Who'd you hang out with? I love telling them because they will sit there and listen to me. Really? <laughs> I just get judged. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of telling them. But like, it's also, it's fine. I mean, my mom's very a nosy person. But shout out to Molly. I love you. I know you're watching this. But <laughs> Listening? <laughs> sorry, listening to this. But it, um, I don't know. Sometimes I get a little nosy, but it's fine. I like telling you the parts that are important. I like telling yeah. my sisters about what happened because they're my little buddies. They're my best friends. But like <laughs> my dad is the one who I live with. So I'll come home and then he'll ask me like a million questions. And like a couple weeks ago when we went out, I wasn't feeling very good the next day. And he told me, he's like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed in oh, you. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, but your dad acting like that after you Literally. told him everything I've done? <laughs> no, he's done things though. He's I'm, no, I'm gonna, I know. I'm not gonna air out my father's business. Or that man has done some some stuff in his lifetime. So me, to tell you he's disappointed. To tell me he's disappointed after I I don't go out that much. I think I've gone out like three times since I've been in college. She's, and like compared to some people who go out three times every single week, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. So my father has great. no business telling me he's disappointed. Honestly, Tessa's okay. Well, it's also me and Megan's fault, but like me and Megan have been dragging Tess yeah. <laughs> everywhere with us. I like going places. It's fun to be social, but like I don't I... want to be a bad influence. No, <laughs> no, Tessa. <laughs> no, it was funny. Tessa's gone to more places her freshman year than me and Megan did our freshman year. I Olivia know... told me I was wilding out the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I did for Halloween my freshman year? I stayed in Dabney with one of my friends, my friend Tiffany, shout out to Tiffany for watching. Um, Cause she lived in Dabney with her roommate and she lived in like this, like the elevator didn't work freshman year either. So you had to take like three flights of stairs up to her floor and it smelled like weed and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I like, I don't know, like we just got together, um, drank some milk and then her boyfriend and her roommate's boyfriend came over. And that's how like the whole catch a boy came in into play. But like, we'll get into that another time. But <laughs> um, yeah, it was weird. But then I would like stay the night in the middle of their dorm room floor. Cause there's like no other options, like two bunk beds and then a floor in between with like a, a fridge and a microwave. So like, that was my freshman experience. But it seems like, I don't know, a lot better now. I drank a little too much milk my first Halloween and I had extreme, extreme tummy issues. <laughs> but one thing about being a commuter and needing a place to stay, I found that I'm, I was tired of sleeping on couches that were not big enough for me. So, How tiny were they? 
They were like a love seat. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was tired of curling up. I had to do it too much during high school, but I slept over at other people's places. So I decided to make my parents invest in an air mattress. And Good investment. Mm -hmm. it, it's great. Megan slept on it. She loved it. <laughs> I've only used it like once and it was for a Kessa milk party. And ooh, you know what? I drank a lot of milk and I still was able to pop that bad boy up, fall asleep <laughs> on it and wake up and take that down and leave. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good, it's a very good investment. I mean, I would um, if I didn't have my one friend. <laughs> I mean, I think the worst place I've had to sleep is a toilet. And oh, that was God. because my tummy was hurting too much. Oh, that's so sad. Tess, where's the worst place you had to? Um, okay, so like a couch, <laughs> but like I was laying next to another person. So it was very, very mm -hmm. crammed and not comfortable. And also, we didn't end up going to bed until like five in the morning. So um, I got like three hours of sleep that night. Well, did you use like the cushion trick? No. Mm. I don't know if you could take the cushions off of that couch, but it had like a recliner thing. Oh. So we pulled that up. So there was a little extra space, but it was not comfy. The cushion trick <laughs> is when you are on a couch and, you know, they have removable cushions. Right. And you take the cushions and you put them in between the couch and the coffee table on the ground so that when you're sleeping on the same, on the couch with another person, you can have like leg room and also not be afraid that you're going to fall off the couch. Mm, that's, I, I, I feel like I've done like, I mean, I don't know if this is the same thing, but I would like pull my coffee table over like right next to the couch. And then if I like rolled over, I'd just be rolling onto the coffee table. Yeah. So like it gives yeah. you, it's like kind of like making vibe. a twin bed into a full bed. Exactly. Yeah. Olivia and I used to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we neglected to sleep on the bunk beds in her room and we decided yeah. the couch was a better idea. I don't know why. <laughs> I hate it when people leave before me. I, I love walking I always out. do that. Sorry. No. Well, I will walk you out. I will be no, like, No, I don't like talking I like to people formal, in the morning. No. I like a formal goodbye. Um, so if people don't give me one, I'm going to get a little pissy at you. <laughs> that was like when, Megan, you slept at my house after we went out one time. And I was like, Megan, when you wake up, I want you gone. <laughs> yeah, that made me feel a little bad because I like a good formal goodbye. And I well, just, we I, still said goodbye to each other. I was just like, please just leave as soon as possible. Yeah, I stay the night at my sister's house like every single Friday. And I do not say goodbye in the morning because she doesn't get up until like 11 and I'm up at like 9. I'm like, I'm not going to stay here. But also, I just don't enjoy talking to people in the morning. Like, I will actually like get mad. <laughs> and especially like after going out. I want to be up and out and yeah, in my bed. I don't want to talk to anybody. And I need to like keep that driving ambition going while I'm driving so I'm up and ready. Yeah, literally. I mean, at my friend's Nadia's house, um, I mean, we've gotten to the point where like we hang out and like spend the night over so much that like I'll just like walk out and I'll text her that I left or knock on the door and be like, I'm leaving. And then like I leave. Yeah. But like that's my formal goodbye nowadays. So I guess it's changed a little bit. And some people, they'll be like, oh, text you when you get home. Bitch, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget that every single yeah. time. I am not texting you when I get home. It's nothing personal. It's just like, I literally cannot remember that. Oh, hold up. Side note. The other day when I went home, 
and then I texted you, Megan, at like three in the morning to be like, hey, did you get home safe? And she opened it and read it and did not <laughs> respond. <laughs> I feel other people on read a couple of times, but you it doesn't always mean, leave me on read. But but at least I read it, so therefore I mean I, knew I wasn't you didn't murdered. Die, so that's why I didn't text uh, you again. But I was like, why would you open this and then not answer me? <laughs> oh it happens to the best of us. Anyways, I guess we should wrap up. We've been talking for a hot minute. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. Check out our first two episodes on Spotify and other listening platforms to hear more about what it's like being a commuter. And we're out.